Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, you've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. Your Clay Edwards almost didn't make it here alive this morning. Show of Choice. Well, I tell you what, we're going to go, we gonna jump straight in. I walked in that door with two minutes to spare. I either almost died or went to parchment on 220 this morning. Morning from hell. Left my wallet at home. Got to the gas station, left my wallet at home. Had to go back home, get my wallet, get gas. Running late on 220, going as fast as my little car will go. But it ain't fast enough for a Jackson Democrat that's behind me, so close you think we're drafting at Talladega. Finally, I get around the 18-wheeler that's on my right. Before I can get over, this bitch done slunk shot around me, trying to run me off the road, causing me to miss my exit, hanging out the window like a jackass. Excuse my language. I think I could say that on the radio. Jackson is out of control. 220, out of of control. Where is law enforcement in this city? Where are the police? I, I've i been coming to do this show for February. It'll be three years. I've never seen a cop on 220 in the mornings. What happened to MHP? Y'all were doing it for a minute. Where'd y'all go? I mean, NAACP, BLM, the mayor's office, all the same thing. Raised seven levels of Hades about MHP having the audacity to enforce the speed limit. You know, I don't think anybody's getting a ticket for going 5, 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. I just don't. But you're getting tickets for is going 150 miles an hour over the speed limit. And drafting off somebody's bumper like you're at Dega or Daytona. And then I sit there and I have the split moment of, is this guy going to shoot me or am I going to have to shoot him first? Then I had to remind myself that I'm in Jody Owens, Jackson, Mississippi. It don't matter how many bullets my car has in it. If that guy's has one. I'm the bad guy. I'm the Jacktown Goon Squad. Out of control. What was it last week? A three-year-old get shot? A three-year-old? Some Guns and Gear text line, unknown texture says, I'm sure MHP said F Jackson. It's a lost cause. If I'm, in, if I'm Sean Tyndall, 
I'm putting my foot on the back of Jackson's neck. And I'm going to make him tap out. MHP is going to be so far up y'all's butts, you can't see straight without feeling blue lights. Out of control. Everything I think about this city is true. There's some good there, there's some good folks in Jackson still. There's some great business owners in Jackson still. But everything I think about this city is 100% true. Hell, I'm probably sugarcoating it a little bit. I am probably sugarcoating it a little bit. So this morning's show was going to be about black women cutting off their nose to spite their face, and it's still going to be. Y'all think y'all having a moment. But what you're doing is more irreversible harm to yourselves in the long run while while you're having this so-called moment. We're going to talk about We're going to talk about the Trump indictment. I ain't getting into the nuts and bolts of it. It's all a scam to me. If you want to chime in this morning, 601-879-0002. The Guns of Gear text line, 769-241-1944. I control black women. Georgia DA. Attorney General, whatever she is. Fulton County, was Fulton County DA? Fulton County DA. No pun intended, got a bunch of trumped up election theft and RICO charges on Donald Trump. I I was listening to Hugh Hewitt this morning. Apparently, I'm just a glutton for punishment. Hugh was interviewing somebody. They were talking about the indictment. They've had time to stay up all night and read it. You know, I like to sleep. Staying up and reading indictments is not my thing. And I don't care what's in that indictment. I don't believe none of it. I think this is all politics as usual, and now they've suddenly decided that it's against the law because it's orange man bad. They were saying on the Hugh Hewitt show this morning that they've they've indicted the head of the Republican Party in Georgia because they called together at the Capitol there some folks and said, if this is to get turned over, if this election is to get turned over, these are going to be the Trump electors. That is that that's against the law. I mean, I think about things I'm going to do when I win the lottery. It don't mean I won the lottery. I swear. I swear on a stack of Bibles as big as that fake one on Brandon Presley's table in his new commercial that if I win the lottery y'all never see me again I mean well that will be one last hoorah back to that you'll never see me again I'm be be on the drink with my my girl be on the drink (laughs) be on the beach with a drink with my girl up in the mountains somewhere, one or the other, both. Y'all ain't never going to see me again. Man, whatever happened to that clay guy? Whatever happened to that guy? Did some guy, did some goon in Jackson finally get him? 
and it just didn't make the news. No, no, he hit the Powerball. You know, somebody sent me a message on Facebook. Amy, send that message back. I was trying to read it. Unsent the message. Said she loved my rage this morning. I, I mean, look, you almost get, I think we sent it over here to another phone line. She sent it to the text line. She unsent and resent. I like it. She says, uh, love the rage this morning. Not a single dang cop out there ever. Again, I work in Jackson and rarely see one, mostly Capitol Police. And by the way, I run those dang red lights for not feeling safe. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. But you can always text to Facebook too. I just all my messages, whether it's my Facebook, my Twitter, the text line, my personal cell phone number, I just all call it the Guns and Gear text line. The t- texts are brought to you by Guns and Gear, regardless of what number they come or what app they come in on. So call it whatever you want. All right, so unknown texture says, you're trying to, ch- I don't know if you're saying this right, brother. Says, you know, the charges in Fulton County are state charges, and he cannot pardon himself in state charges if he does win election. Yeah, but the Supreme Court can overturn them. Let's see, I'm reading through some of your texts this morning. Uh, <laughs> all right. The text line, 769-241-1944. Phone line, 601-879-0002. Uh, I didn't plan on spending my first segment ranting and raving about Jackson drivers. But I'm going to tell you, boy, it is such a big difference in leaving the house. If I, if I back out of my driveway by 6 a.m., and I'm on the interstate by 610. If I'm getting off at Medgar Evers, 49, whatever you want to call it, by 630, I don't run into no nonsense. I mean, you may get one bad driver here and there. Bro, 15, 20 minutes later, the closer he gets to that 7 o'clock hour, the goons come out. The Jacktown Goon Squad comes out. Can not drive. When was the last time? Now, I, you know, I don't want to pick on JPD because I got some good friends that are JPD. But man, 220, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Ashamed of yourselves. I, I'm all for letting people speed a little in the mornings, let people who are trying to get to work get to work. But there's a difference in rolling 80 and a 70 and trying to bulldoze vehicles out of your way because they ain't going fast enough as they try to pass cars in the left lane. I mean, There's a fine line between I'm in a rush and reckless driving. And that's to put it kindly because I'm on the radio. Come on. Do better, Jackson. That's what y'all say. Do better, Jackson. Do better, Jackson. The, the, the floor is mighty low. It don't take much. Anything would be an improvement. You know, this new police chief, best I can tell, it, it, 
seems to be well-liked, well-respected, and a good cop. And we're approaching the deadline for them to be able to make him more than the interim chief. I guess to be able to make him the official full-time chief. And they're dragging their feet on it. And, you know, and it only makes sense because he seems to be doing his a better job than previous police chiefs. Like, I don't know. He's got the respect of his peers. He's got the respect of other local law enforcement. He talks a good game. Uh, this probably ain't our guy. That's probably that, that's what's going on right now in the mayor's office. I don't know, man. I, we ain't got some some woman we can promote that ain't worthy of the position. Somebody else. So, that's, it's a cut off your nose to spite your face. When we come back, when we come back again, at some point this morning, we're going to talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, and how black women are canceling themselves in the workplace. I got data to back it up. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the about what people do in their off time. And is that public, should the public care? If a law enforcement officer gets in a fight on Flag Island, is that newsworthy? We'll talk about it. I don't think so. My answer is no. But let me ruin the tease. We're going to talk about that when we come back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Streaming worldwide, WYAB.com. We're on the FM radio dial here in central Mississippi at 103.9 FM. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. I ain't said it in a while. Today. Today is one of those days. Hey, this segment brought to you by one of our new sponsors here on the Clay Edwards Show. We'd like to welcome a Jackson tradition. A Mississippi tradition to the show. Martin's Downtown. That's right. The mothership. Martin's Downtown. Now, official partner of the Clay Edwards Show. Shout out to my good friend, uh, Andrews, our favorite white liberal, Sean Yurkron, for pulling that together. Hey, look, man, you already know that Martin's is the, is the best blue plate in the city. You know, for y'all that don't know, Blue Plate is a lunch special. Best Blue Plate in the city. I ain't got to tell you that. You already know. I'm preaching to the choir here. But did you also know that they are, in my personal opinion, after 15 years of running a nightclub and a live music venue, they are the best live music venue in the state of Mississippi. And I, I'll be honest. If, you know, as far as like nightclub style venues, I think it is the best live music stage and experience and bar to go see a band in. And coming up on the 18th, which I believe is Friday, my birthday is Thursday the 17th, so I think the next day is the 18th. Man, they've got a really cool band downtown. Do you love Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers? I do. I'd be free-falling all the time. They got the Broken Hearts. It's the ultimate Tom Petty tribute this Friday night, Martin's downtown. And I also think that um, Friday night is steak night. They have a ribeye special every Friday night. I know a bunch of people that go down there for that. It's become a bit of a tradition in and of itself. I was there New Year's Eve for Chad Wesley. Had a great time. So, uh, look, you can order food 
can be delivered. All that their own. Let's see which delivery app do they use? I got the website pulled up here. Bear with me a second. My interwebs are going kind of slow this morning. Yeah, they're on Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Toast, all of it. Check them out, man. Get lunch delivered. Get dinner delivered. You will not be disappointed. We'll be telling you much more about Martin's as we go here. Check out the website, Martin's Downtown, JXN.com. Martin's Downtown, JXN.com. You can find them on Facebook at Martin's Downtown, JXN. Shout out to Chip Matthews of my downtown. All right. Thank you, Martin, for coming on board. Another great Jackson business that understands the power of the Clay Edwards show. People in Jackson, the good folks in Jackson listen to. And they like to eat at Martin's. Um, I'm, I'm not going to name names in this because I think that I think that what somebody does in their personal time off the clock is their business. But a local deputy sheriff, a guy that I've known for a long time, full disclosure, I've known dude for a long time. Uh, used to kind of be family. Uh, my ex-brother-in-law was his ex-brother-in-law. <laughs> I think that's right. Anyway, used to do family functions together, all that stuff. And people are like Clay, you gonna share? That? Are you gonna are you gonna share that video? Are you gonna share that video? I'm like, so you, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm blow off twenty years of friendship for a couple Facebook likes and some shares. I ain't gonna do it. If it happened on the clock, different story. Then it becomes then it's public public concern. Um, I, I don't. I know y'all can probably find cases of me posting things that contradict what I'm saying here, and that's fine. I, I I evolve as I do this. I learn from mistakes. I posted a fight that happened in Buffalo Wild Wings in Flowood. My daughter was in there and filmed the fight, sent it to me. I posted it on Save Jackson, one of the most viral videos I've ever done. Well, because of my video, a buddy of mine was got identified and got arrested. And I was like, you know, is that really worth it? And he never said anything to me about it. He wasn't upset, nothing like that. I mean, didn't have a right to be. But I just, it made me think, it's like, is it, is, is it worth it to post these fights and it, and it gets somebody in trouble? I don't think so. Now, there's some, there's some people saying that this fella pushed a girl down. But the, video, the video I watched is weird. I, I see your hand. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying in an all-out brawl, things happen. Women, you ought not get in the middle of, of grown men fighting. I ain't telling you to know your place and go get in the kitchen or nothing like that. I'm just saying when a couple of big oxes going at it, don't get in the middle of it. Just don't. Emotions running high. Folks swinging. You can get knocked out too. Accidentally, of course. I'm just saying. Don't get in the middle of a fight. That's what happened over there in that boardwalk brawl. With the women that got, with the women that got involved, trying to break it up or do whatever, and got laid out too. I don't. I, again, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just telling you why it happened. I mean, it's still zero excuse 
for the woman who was already down on the ground getting smacked upside the head with a chair, but that's another conversation for another day. By the way, the episode of the Clay Edwards show that Sean and I did last week, titled Boardwalk Brawl, Rankin County Goon Squad, Rankin County Rape Trial, is now the most downloaded Clay Edwards show episode ever. The most downloaded, of 573 episodes, it is now the most downloaded episode ever. One of our best shows to boot. I think it'll age well. Uh, we had a great day that day. But, again, I, the timing couldn't have been worse for the guy involved with all that's going on in Rankin County. With the goon squad stuff. And I hate it for those guys. I do. But right now, if I'm a Rankin County deputy, with all that's going on with the magnifying glass that's on these guys, home, church, work, no particular order. Home, church, work. I am not putting myself in a situation where a lot of alcohol and adrenaline and testosterone is involved. I just uh, got to be careful. Got to be careful. I mean, I heard another rumor, and I, I, you know, I can't confirm, but I heard another rumor that maybe there was another fight between two local police forces at a bowling alley over the weekend. I'm efforting. I'm efforting um, confirmation on that. And again, I just say. Guys, the magnifying glass is on y'all. Pipe it down a little bit. You know, I'm never going to quit supporting you. I ran into a couple Rankin County deputies yesterday. And I was just having a conversation with them about what's going on out there and what they're dealing with. And I just let them know. Hey, the community still supports you guys. You know, everybody didn't do what those guys did. Overwhelmingly, I speak as a Rankantonian, a Brandonian, we still overwhelmingly support the Rankin County Sheriff's Department. And we know we need them to keep our community safe. You know, I walk it like I talk it. Let's take a call. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Hey, Clay. How you doing? It's Derek. Hey, Derek. What's up, brother? Hey, brother. I'm, I'm sorry I'm a little late to the party, but what happened with the female again? The female police officer? Uh, nothing. I'm just making some examples here. Oh, okay. I thought you said one got caught on a camera doing a you know fight or something. My bad. No, no. It was a oh no. It was a Rankin County deputy got in a fight up there on Flag Island over the weekend, and uh, it got caught on tape. And I'm just saying, what happens off duty uh, in somebody's personal business like that? I man, look. I don't know if you've ever been to Flag Island. You go to Flag Island. It's a bunch of jacked up dudes. It's a big testosterone party. It's a it's a lot of adrenaline. A lot of hot chicks in bikinis. Look, that's where guys, that's where big muscle dudes go to fight, show off and well, fight. It's just part, it, it's part of the it's part of the it's part of the price of admission up there. I just don't get too worked up about it. Well, brother, I would have to disagree with you on this one because every police officer knows you learn in academy that you're an officer twenty four seven. So what you do on your personal uh, time does reflect on your on your agency and law enforcement as a whole. So. Depending on what Rankin County's policy is, you know, I don't know. But I know in a lot of agencies, you know, your personal conduct was the business of, you know, 
the agency. Just like some agencies would, would fire you on the spot for, um, you know, for adulterous type behavior. And I know um, the sheriff of Scott County would in a heartbeat. So, you know, it just, it's just, it just depends on the discretion of that agency. You know what I mean? Yep. I know. I understand. Now, I'm not saying he ain't going to be punished by his agency. Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying that it's no, it's, that's just no different than any other day at Flag Island. It ain't newsworthy to me. Right, I got you. Yeah. But hey, Maybe man, I'm the ranking county deputies, man. I'm a ranking county six. I, I can't feel sorry for them guys because me being, being a veteran officer and, um, you know, and serving in my capacity as many years as I have, the thought never crossed my mind to go sodom, potentially sodomize somebody or, go victimize somebody all because by all accounts of Karen told me that this activity is going on next door. You know, is anybody going to call that, that, that neighbor to the carpet for making a false report? You know, I'm waiting to see what happens there. Yeah. Because inevitably they're going to find out who that was. Right. You know, so it'll be interesting to see who that person was. I mean, there's some, there's some rumors and innuendo that it may have been a former politician or judge or something like that. I've heard all kind of stuff. So, and it may not that may not be true, but that is the strong rumor and innuendo out there. So we'll we'll see. I, I can't imagine when the DOJ gets through with this. Now, that, was some was some weird cluck stuff going on there with an older woman and two black men? I don't know, maybe, but that's their prerogative. Yeah, well, <laughs> you well she, know what I mean. She wasn't even in the house when this happened, right? I think she was in the hospital or something like that. And my understanding is, and if I'm a little off here, my understanding is the woman was paraplegic anyway. And, you know, but she these are her friends. She liked hanging out there. But also there's been murders at that house, and there's been a lot of crime at that house. I'm not defending what these guys did. But that, that wasn't some random house with, 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 with no suspicious activity either. Yeah. So Right, right. Well, well you know, pretty like this right, Clay. Were these guys dirtbags? Maybe. Is a lot of people out there with dirt bags? Yeah, yeah, they were. But I was always firm but fair. You understand? Because I know that I got to operate outside. I mean, inside the scope of the law. You know, I may I may know for a fact that a person is the biggest piece of trash ever walked the planet, but I still got to I got still got to keep that man's dignity intact. You know, I can beat him worse with a pen than I can you know with, with, with anything physical. You, you understand? You call it pencil, you, pencil whooping. Yeah, yeah, Officer Big, you know, or <laughs> Officer Me, take your pick. Yep. You know what I mean? So I don't, I, I can't condone any of that regardless of what happened because you got to go by the rules, man. And if you're doing everything by the book, you know, you'll get the outcome that you're there, you know, that, that will be coming to a criminal. Now, I'm not calling these guys criminals. What I'm saying is that was just totally unnecessary, and I don't feel sorry for all six of those guys at all because the thought never occurred to me as much as I couldn't stand some dread-wearing thug was to go victimize him like that. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm with you, brother. It's a, it's a, it's a bad look, and it definitely went too far. So, I mean, you got to, you got to know, know when to hold them and know when to fold them, man. I, they, they were all gas, no brakes. So. Okay, and then back on what you were talking about, about you know, personal things and things like that. Do you remember when you and I came under attack by the Ku Klux Trans that wanted to go turn me into? You know, oh, yeah. my bosses and everything like that. Yeah. I told that guy flat out, I said, give me, show me some examples of where I have caused any violence, hate, harm towards you. Then go ahead. It's a, our existence is violence towards them. They they yeah. don't like us because we exist. I mean, they, 
we, we, they love to throw the term racist around. They are the absolute definition of what a racist is. If we're, you know, they, they hate somebody simply because they exist. Yeah, well, again, my thing is, hey, man, you can go be a freaking weirdo all you want. Just keep it away from my 11-year-old. Yep. All right, brother. Got to take my break. All right. I right, appreciate go. it. Uh-huh. Good call from Derek this morning. Let's take a break. 601-879-0002 is the Clay Edwards Show phone line. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Let me read one or two texts real quick here if we go to the little break. Uh, Richard says, I said it before, I'll say it again. Heat and alcohol don't mix, and Saturday it was definitely hot on Flag Island. Another unknown texture. It says, so the, so, so these guys get paid thirty dollars to $40,000 a year and supposed to be conducting themselves like on duty 24-7. Come on now. And I agree with that 100%. We want cops to be Brazilian jiu-jitsu experts, mental health experts, psychologists, psychiatrists, first aid, professional marksmen. Know the law, know the law upside down and inside out. We want these people to be like five different degreed professions for the income of about a half of one of them. Raise the pay of police and you may get more engaged police. I don't know how else to say it. You know, pay somebody 24-7 on the clock money and you may get that person 24-7 on the clock. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in to the most incendiary show on the airwaves, the Clay Edwards Show, live here on 103.9 FM WYB. This segment is going to be brought to you by my friends over at Watchman Security Services. Hey, look, man, they've been in the business since 1977. They've been an Alarm.com certified installer, service provider, should I say, for no less than 15 years. They're locally owned. Locally operated, father-son duo over there, the Knight family, located right there in God's country, Pearl, Mississippi, but they operate statewide. You need a home security system. You need a home surveillance system, cameras, indoor, outdoor, smart home technology, remote gate access. They can do it all. If you can dream it, they can build it. There's nothing better than be able to Pop in and watch your home on your phone. See what's going on. They can do it all without having to go through Amazon or all that stuff. You know, we see stories every day about Amazon smart homes and Amazon phones and doorbells and all this stuff. They can get you, they can get you a, a, a camera doorbell without it going through Amazon services. And we always hear these stories of Amazon people going in and watching people's cameras and listening to their Alexa and all that stuff. You ain't going to have to worry about that with Watchman Security Services. Check them out, watchmansecure.com. Have all, it'll have all their contact information there. Nathan will get, get you rolling. Anyway, watchmansecure.com. Never know when you may have to use those cameras in court. You live in the Tri-County area with the rampant criminality in Jackson. It does spill over every now and then outside of just Jackson. But if you live in Jackson 
and you ain't got cameras inside your home, you, you really need to ask yourself. We talked to former assistant DA, Sean Yurkron, about this. Have some cameras in your house because if, if the goons come in there for you and you have to eliminate one or protect yourself however you want to slice that pie, a Jody Owens-led Hines County DA, George Soros-funded Hines County DA, is immediately going to make you the bad guy. You're going you're gonna to need to be able to prove that you didn't pluck those guys off the street and just kill them in your home. You're going to have to prove they broke in. No better proof than video. You can't tell a jury don't believe your lying eyes. I know that's an extreme measure to try to sell a security system to you, but I think it's a very realistic, high-probability measure in certain areas of Jackson, Mississippi, and, and the surrounding areas because of the rampant criminality coming out of Jackson. All right. Now, let's take a call here real quick before we go any further. Hey, you on there? Clay. Hey. I saw the older gentleman in the goon squad was uh, the chief investigator of Rankin County. Correct. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the chain of command goes sheriff, undersheriff, chief investigator. Correct? Uh, Don't get me to line. One of the things I've heard is that because Bailey is so hands-on, with everything that goes on over there, is that he he may not have as as many people between him and the head investigator, let's say, as say a uh, Randy Tucker or somebody else does. I, I've heard there may be some layers of uh, wow. uh, command. The, the chain of command may be a little shorter over there. Boy, these guys got indicted before they even got went to a grand jury. They pled guilty before they even got indicted. In federal court, my gut tells me that they're running their mouth on somebody. Well, I don't know. That, that's just me thinking that. Otherwise, why else would they do it? That's just me. Yeah, I mean, look, I think I think that's everybody's thought process: is how does this end? Where does it end? You know, are are they going to be satisfied? And these just these six guys, and f- by the way, f- f- I say only, but five of which were Rankin County SO. One was a off-duty Richland PD, so all six weren't Rankin County SO. Is uh, does it end with these guys? Are they going to be satisfied with that, or th- are they going to try to go for the the upper chain of command? I mean, your Brian Bailey's yeah. of the world. We'll see. That's what I, that's what I'm wondering. I wonder if they're going to go. And I don't like Brian, don't you? but I'm 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 wondering if they're going to try to go after him for something. Well, I'm sure they're going to try, but do they find anything, I guess, is what we'll see. Yeah. You know. We'll see. Hey. Just- I, I know Brian has his enemies. I, I, I get it. But I'm, if anybody's pulling for Brian's downfall and to go to jail, you really need to reevaluate where you are in life. Exactly. Because nobody wants to see it happen to anybody unless they've done something real wrong. Boy, these guys, man, this that stuff that the – that the Nazis did to people, man. This is a we've never seen nothing like this in our lifetime. We've heard of black people being shot and killed, but we have never, ever seen them tortured like this. Not that I can ever remember. Um, this is a precedent. One, one of the guys on the feds told a friend of mine that it was the worst case of 
the worst case of police brutality he had ever seen. So, and I mean, look, and I'm gonna tell you if 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 footage ever comes out, and I, that's my thing. I know that the the camera system was destroyed and they threw it in a creek, but I've also heard, and this is speculation on my part, that it didn't work or maybe it was backed up to the cloud because there was a lot of detailed information in there that I think even at worst they wouldn't none of them would have volunteered and and pled to if they didn't have video of this and if and let's just pretend that video does exist for the sake of this conversation if it ever comes out buckle up yeah oh yeah because I'm telling you right now Rankin County will burn buckle up if it ever leaks out Brother, I got to take my break, man. Thank you. Have a great day. Uh-huh. Let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. All right. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. I heard two pizza commercials during the break there. So why don't we hit you with a third? Be sure to get out to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Try them out. I see more and more of my listeners. More and more WYAB listeners going out there, posting their pictures, tagging me in them. Buddy of mine tried the Wheel of Flavor the other day. You can too. They open daily at four. Nine different frozen daiquiris on tap, 12 different specialty pizzas. Or as always, just build your own custom pie to your liking. I like the pig, pig, pig. I love the pig, pig, pig. They also have homemade cannolis, pasta, and more. So it's more than just pizza. Kid want a burger? They got burgers. You want a burger? They got a great burger. Loaded nacho fries, the whole nine yards. Try the dynamite balls. It's rolled up, smoked on site, pulled pork with some cream cheese in the middle, deep fried, then drizzled with a fine barbecue sauce. It's Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's available on all major food delivery apps. Open late from 4 p.m. to midnight, seven days a week. Right there, Fannin Mart on the res. All right, as we get ready to go to the break, Question of the day. I'm a little late with it here, but question of the day, and I'm going to tell you all a story when we come back. Is it okay to laugh at racist jokes? That That's my simple yes or no. Context is irrelevant. Is it okay to laugh at racist jokes? Text me, 769-241-1944 on the Guns and Gear text line. Regardless of the race, that it, it's offensive towards. Is it okay to laugh at a racist joke? Coming up in the next hour, I'm going to tell you all a story about racist jokes. And we're going to get into this black women in the workplace situation. Are they cutting off their own nose despite their face? And I believe the answer is yes. Also, Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin has decided to spread his virtue wings as wide and as far apart as possible and take flight. He went ahead and officially got himself a true token blackhead coach for 24 hours. I'm going to tell you that story and why I can't stand virtue signaling and why shouldn't Lane just give him his job if he's so concerned about it. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. This is Clay Edwards with WYAB, and I'm here to tell you about Rankin County's hometown dealership. That's Ellis Autoplex. We call it Little Truck City out there. We specialize in trucks, two-door, four-door, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive. 
We have SUVs and cars too, so don't worry. You can shop us online at ellisautoplex.com. And hey, are you looking to sell your vehicle? Bring it by Ellis Autoplex. We pay fair market value and we cut you a check on the spot. No Craigslist crazies or marketplace maniacs. That's ellisautoplex.com. All right, we are back live here on the Clay Edwards Show, 103.9 FM, WYAB. As always, streaming worldwide, WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, and Alexa. Just search WYAB. But be forewarned, if you use Alexa, Amazon could be listening to your conversations. <laughs> never take a, never miss an opportunity. This segment going to be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. Get down there, see us at Ellis Autoplex. We buy cars too. So, of course, if you're selling one, bring it by. Had a fellow uh, stop by yesterday. Going to bring his dad's truck by today for us to check out. We've got several nice F-150s right now. Some Platinums, some King Ranch. We've got an 18 Lariat. We've got got some nice stuff, some more late model stuff. I've got a nice 17 F-250 gas burner. It's It's an XL but it's got black wheels, got a level kit. It's a good-looking truck. It's got the rubber floor mats. I love some rubber floor mats. Anyway, good-looking truck. Check it out on the website. We've got, you need a dually? You need a 3500? We've got a 2014 Silverado. Four-door. Dually. 153,000 miles. Four-wheel drive. 36.9. Come on down. Ask me how to sell them so cheap. Because <laughs> you buy them right, sell them cheap. Anyway, shop us online, ellisautoplex.com. Got a nice selection of forerunners. We got two really nice Xterras out there. If you need a little smaller SUV, you don't want to go all in on some $30,000, $40,000 vehicle for a kid's first vehicle, I got two Xterras, both of them. One's 12.9, one's 13.7. One's, you know, really stock. One's got some black wheels, a little beefier tire. Uh, just looks really cool. It's four-wheel drive also. The other one's two-wheel drive, if that's an issue for you. Check them out. EllisAutoplex.com. All right, let's jump back into this. Oh, yeah, the perks of Ellis Autoplex is I work there. Come buy a car from your boy. Help support me. Help support this operation by supporting these great local sponsors, myself included. All right, so I asked the question, if you're just tuning in, question of the day. Is it? wrong to laugh at racist jokes or is it racist to laugh at racist jokes i'm gonna read some of your texts here in a minute but text in 769-241-1944 went out to a local watering hole in brandon the other night a lot of you know what i'm where i'm going with this you sent me the screenshots of stuff went out to a local watering hole was sitting at a table with a guy that i barely know but Neither here nor there. We're outside on the patio listening to some live music. Mind our own business. We leave. Well, the next morning, apparently, one of these two black ladies that were sitting behind us that clearly knew who I was. You know, you know, some of them like me, some of them don't. I'm going to lean with these didn't. Took a picture of us and said that one of the guys, the other guy at the table, was making racist jokes, and that I was laughing at him. Now, that ain't what happened, but let's just pretend that it was for a second. Have we reached a point, and I know we have, this is a rhetorical question. Have we reached a point where you can't laugh at racist jokes? Because if that's the case, I need to go throw my entire collection of black 
stand-up comedians, DVDs away. Because I love the laugh at a racist joke. When they're about black people, when they're about white people, when they're about Asian people, trans people, especially trans people. I love to laugh at jokes like that. And y'all do too. That I got accused of a thought crime. I thought something was funny. If we're going to play along or pretend that's what happened. I was tried and convicted in a court of public opinion in the Let's Talk Brandon page Facebook group. Now, look, I'm a big boy. I don't care. I mean, the problem with y'all, y'all called me a racist for so long. There's a difference in talking about race-related issues and actually being a racist. And so many of y'all have lost track of what the difference is. Talking about race-related issues, having a conversation about race, is not racist. We all do it all day. White people talk about it when they're together. Black people talk about it when they're together. And I'm just going to use white and black for the sake of this conversation. Oh, Mexican jokes are funny too, by the way. Speedy Gonzalez. That's just funny. White people jokes are funny. I mean, we've been the butt of the joke for years now. I can laugh at myself. I can look in that mirror and laugh and be like, dang, I do eat some weird food. (laughs) God dang. I do like to give my black buddy Jägermeister and Red Bull. (laughs) Have them bouncing up and down off the walls. You know, that's that's a Cat Williams reference there. It's okay. Or maybe that was Dave Chappelle. Anyway. It's okay to laugh at the things that make us different. Good Lord. Anyway, let's read some of your text here real quick. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Casey says, Chris Rock can't go two seconds without saying the N-word and makes jokes on all races. Absolutely. And that's why I love him. That's why we love him. Steven says, Dave Chappelle... And Cat Williams covered this. It's called humor. I mean, Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. Also, like, man, when you start censoring comedy or saying that comedy's racist, it's comedy. There's a huge difference. Let's see, who's this? Unknown Texture says, uh, Fred Sanford was against everyone. Fat, ugly, white, black, Puerto Rican, Chinese, everybody. Thank you. Uh, what was the guy in that movie, All in the, the Show, All, All in the Family? You could, he couldn't be on TV now. It was a little before my time. But I see the reruns. And I hear people talk about it all the time. I see the clips. Ext- you know, extremely racist comedy. But funny. Sorry. Sorry, I'm not going to apologize for thinking something's funny. Unknown texture. Yeah, of course it's okay to laugh at a joke. This is why I'm not friends with overly sensitive people. Everyone should play the card game, Cards Against Humanity. I've got that, and I've, I've never played it, but I know it's great. Rick says, I'm white, but I'm not here in a, but I'm not here in a Pringles can. I can go to the bottom of the ocean, white. Oh, I, got, I know what he's saying. He says, I'm white, but I'm not, I'm not going to the bottom of the ocean in a Pringles can, white. No, me either. Me either. Talking about the submarine. Reagan can. 
says, it's okay to laugh at racist jokes. Most people recognize malicious intent. All of comedy is about stereotypes, a word I can't pronounce, and insults. The problem is we have decided that being an extra sensitive victim is better if it will gain political power. Therefore, even comedy must be subject to wokeness. Spartacus says, it was Archie Bunker that I was talking about in All in the Family. Thank you, Spartacus. Woodrow. Yes, laugh. Don Rickles made fun of every race, color, right out of the gate. But that is how you can justify it. Let no one be excluded. Make fun of everybody. Amen. Zach says, you mean, is it okay to make jokes about black people having big lips and white people not being able to dance? Are you, are you, or are you talking about the jokes that use derogatory terms like N-word or cracker? I mean, I guess there's a fine line there, isn't it? You know, I, I'm not going to use the N-word. I understand the ramifications of that. Because, you know, you're not even allowed to use it with context, humor, nothing. You know, I, I, know, my, I know my place in the pecking order around here, and I know that no matter what context I use that word in, even if I'm reading something to tell you about somebody else saying it, I'm still going to be charged with a hate crime because Clay Edwards ain't allowed to utter it under any context. You know, that reminds me. I wanted to talk about this the other day. White folks, we need a word or words that nobody else is allowed to say but us. Pick a word or two, whether it's cracker, or something. And nobody else, no other race is allowed to even say it. You better not even be caught ordering a pack of crackers or I'm going to cancel you. That nobody else can say. But we call ourselves that every other second. And I'm saying that to tell you how ridiculous this nonsense is. Derek says, according to comic legend... And Eddie Griffin is a legend. He's a underappreciated legend. The hilarious, they are hilarious to laugh at. Racist jokes are hilarious to laugh at. Amber. I want to say no, but my son told me a joke about a Chinese man the other day, and I laughed. I don't know if it's right or wrong. It ain't wrong. It's funny. Laugh at everybody. White people keeping their kids on leashes. That's one of the funniest stand-up skits of all time. Cat Williams. Talking about white parents keeping their kids on leashes and black parents beating their kids in the grocery store. He's like, black folks, we got to quit beating our children. Publicly. It's funny. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, let's see here. Steven says, black people can, but white people can't. That seems racist to me. Talking about the jokes. And, and that's kind of the moral of my story here. It, it, it's, it's okay for one group to make all the racist jokes they want, but if the other group does it, it's somehow, oh, clutch the pearls. I ain't saying it's, obviously being a racist ain't right. Making somebody laughing at a joke, whether you, even if you find it offensive, 
I don't have a problem. I like offensive things. I like having my sensibilities offended. I like to be able to force to think things through. Let's see here. Uh, Chad says, everyone needs to search Richard Pryor word association. All right. Uh, one more text here, and I'm going to move on to the next thing. Uh, uh, my friend um, calls himself Spook. His word's not mine. Says, I laugh at racist, black jokes, white jokes, and other. Easy up. You'll, you'll love a little bit longer. And he says, and I'm black. Yeah, man. It's all right to laugh. I do not mind being the butt of jokes. Tony says, last text here for a minute. White white person word, fitna. Short for I'm about to or I am going to. Example, are you going to the store? Fitna. I use that word. I'm fitna go. And I like to call it the stow. The stow usually is when I'm going to the liquor stow. The store is usually when I'm going to the grocery store. If I say I'm going to the stove, that usually means there's alcohol involved. All right. I'm glad we all seem to be on the same page concerning are racist jokes okay to laugh at. And again, having this conversation is not racist. There's a difference in talking about race and actually being a racist. When we come back, I got some stuff about Lane Kiffin virtue signaling. You know, Ole Miss fans, I ain't trying to pick on y'all. You know, I'm a state fan. But this makes my skin crawl. This is something non-football related, non-sports related. But they're using sports as the catalyst to do some virtue signaling. And this is one of the reasons why I just it's so much harder for me to watch football in 2023 than it was in 2019. We'll be right back with the details. This is the Clay Edwards Show, 103.9 FM, WYAB. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Hey, guys, quick reminder. I am taking part in the American Cancer Society's Real Men Wear Pink campaign this year. I've got it posted in my Facebook. If you feel it in your heart that you want to make a little donation, to my campaign, help me get to my goal of $5,000. It would be greatly appreciated. I've got the link on my Facebook pages, my Instagrams, at, at Clay Edwards, at Save Jackson. You can find me. Or text me, and I'll send you the QR code or the link. 769-241-1944. Let's show them what a bunch of mad lad patriots can do when we get together for a good cause. I'm competing to get some other great great men here in central Mississippi and uh we'll love to not finish last. <laughs> I'm not I ain't trying to win. I don't care about that, but I'd love to have a good showing because of the Clay Edwards show audience. So text me on the Guns and Gear text line, seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. I'll send you over the link if you want to donate. I don't care if it's five dollars, ten dollars, five hundred dollars, whatever your heart and whatever you can do, it'd be greatly appreciated. Real quick don't forget, lunch today, the big salad. Get over there, Flowood, Dogwood Shopping Center in Flowood. It's right there across from Amerigo. Dine in, carry out. But what they, what they want me to push right now is their catering. So if you run a business or whatever, for whatever reason you need a bunch of sandwiches or salads, I implore you to try 
the big salad. And they're also available on take-a-break deliveries. So if you run a dealership over there, you want to pay, you want to feed your, your sales team so they ain't got to leave the dealership for the day to go to lunch, waste a bunch of time, miss some deals, have lunch brought to you. Keep them on the lot. That's what they used to do for us over at uh, Hair and Gear Toyota when I worked there on Saturdays. They brought our lunch in every, every Saturday. Got to make that bank, not missing it, going to lunch. The Big Salad can take care of that for you. Check them out online, thebigsalad.com, or take a break deliveries. Just search The Big Salad when you get on the website there. All right. I, there are going to be times throughout this show, especially coming up this year, that we're going to weave in and out of the sports world a little bit more. Um, I think it's relevant. And there's going to be times where it just makes sense where we can where where culture where the culture war and sports collide again. Ole Miss fans, not trying to pick on y'all, but your coach went full virtue signal here. Lane Kiffin made one of the backup coaches, one of the assistant coaches. I'm sorry, Derek Nix, who he, uh, played football at Ole Miss too, didn't he? Made him. Honorary coach for 24 hours as a virtue signal to say that the SEC needs more black coaches. Now, look, man, if there's a black coach out there that that, that is up for the job, you know, that, that this resume says, yes, give this man a job, I think everybody's for that. I don't think any, I don't think any black guy, qualified black guy, is not getting jobs in 2023. If you're qualified, you're the best man for the job. You're getting the job. Look at Deion Sanders. You know, Deion had to go start in the swag. He had to prove he could coach, for one thing. All he had ever been was an assistant head coach on a high school team. He had to prove that he could run an organization. He went, he did that, and now he's got a big-time job. Plenty of great black head coaches in the swag. So, College does not lack black head coaches. It lacks them at the top of the food chain. So I think it's all a bit misleading anyway. But let's listen to Lane Kiffin here uh, tell us that he's so concerned about the lack of black head coaches. Well, he ought to just quit and give one his job if he's so concerned about it. Here we go. I'm going to bring Coach Nix up here in a little bit. And just so you guys understand what we did was you know, 24 hours ago, um, he became the head coach, you know, for a 24-hour period. And that was done not as a PR thing. Um, that was really done to give him an opportunity to see what it's like to learn. Because you can't so – you have- it, it was absolutely done as a PR thing. The Tennessee NFL, Tennessee Titans head coach, did the same thing and let a black assistant coach a game, a preseason game as a virtue signal, which I have no problem with these black folks getting opportunities. I'm just saying they're doing this as a virtue signal to get press and, and to, to appeal towards the black athlete to try to get them as a recruiting tool, in my opinion. I'm going to let Lane finish. I have experience, like I say, with the quarterback. Like you can't tell he has experience going in there. All right? It's the only way to get experience. So, and it really, you know, you know I remember my dad telling me, long time ago you know be very grateful for what you have because this is really not a good this has not been a good profession at all for minorities 
And he used to say all the time, he's like, I'm just telling you, there's more Tony Dungy's, there's more Bobby Smith's, there's more Mike Tomlin's that never get that that never get the opportunity. If you ever wanted to convince me of white privilege in coaching, it's Lane Kiffin constantly getting second, third, and fourth chances without having ever really done anything until he got to Ole Miss. He's had a good run at Ole Miss. But he's gotten chance after chance after chance based on potential till now. Um, you know, and then it hit me when I was discussing this, you know, that you look around and here's the SEC, here's a couple schools coming in from Big 12, and, you know, we're in 2023, and between SEC and Big 12, we have no minority head coaches. So. That's, not a, that's not 100% accurate because Colorado – with Deion Sanders, is moving into the Big 12 next year. Now, I know, well, that's just one. But there will be, unless Deion takes another job, there will be at minimum one. So that, that's really unfortunate. Um, not that I'm going to be able to change that, but <clears throat> to give someone an opportunity that – Oh, but you can change it, Lane. Step down and say – and put the vice grips on them and say, man, y'all need to – I'm going to step down. I'm going to make a sacrifice here at the altar of the woke gods, and I want you to replace me with a black kid coach. To speak in front of the team, to handle media, to handle pregame meal, to handle injury reports, to go out there today to manage the the kind of scrimmage, which is like a mock game that way, um, I think was really good for him. And, again, you can't see how good somebody is until they get a chance to do it. Um, So... You know, that would be my wish out there to ADs, presidents, and, and universities, you know, to understand that. And this is a good example. Coach Nix has been here. We've been fortunate to keep him here. He's had a lot of opportunities to leave. Enjoyed working with him. He's done a great job. And then today, you saw a whole other level out of him of his intensity and in meetings last night, pregame meal with the players, handling depth charts, doing everything. I was inspired by listening to him this morning, um, talk to the team. So, it was really cool to step back, be able to see that. And, um, you know, I just hope coaches like Coach Nix in this profession, black coaches that, you know, don't get opportunities, start getting opportunities because it is ridiculous. Um, when we're talking about two major conferences right here in this area. And when whatever it is, 80% of our players are minority, but we got all white coaches. Now, look, I don't know the 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 Democrat the Democrat the demographics of all the assistant coaches throughout the SEC and Big Twelve, but you know a lot of these head coaches they start at lower they start at lower jobs, they work their way up. They're not handed an SEC coaching job as their first job. A lot of them are these top tier assistants, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, coming off. Top five ranked teams. Y'all know how it works. I ain't got to explain to you. You know, again, I don't know what the demographics are of the assistant coaches. I can't tell you, all right, well, 50% of all assistant coaches are black. Why aren't they getting their opportunity? Maybe it just comes down to a simple demographic standpoint. Like maybe a lot of former players have made so much money now that they don't have to get into coaching. That's a lot of it, too, right? Former players get into coaching. Then you have some people who are just lifetime coaches that never that never played. Uh 
Bill Belichick never played football. Uh, I think, inarguably, he's the greatest coach of all time, whether you like him or not. Bill Belichick's the greatest football coach of all time. I mean, scoreboard. Tom Brady, greatest quarterback. I'm not some die-in-the-wool Tom Brady fan, but a spade, a spade. You got seven seven rings, is that what it is? Seven, six, seven rings? Seven, I think. Seven Super Bowls? Come on. <laughs> I guess that would, put, that would put Bill with one less because Tom won that one in Tampa, but which I think makes Brady even, even better. Anyway, if you want it, go get it. Go take a job in the SWAC. Prove you can coach. Take a job in the MEAC, the Conference USA or whatever it's called this week, that Southern Miss is in, the Sun Belt. Go earn it down there. Make yourself, to quote Cody Rhodes, he said, "Make go from undesirable to un-effing deniable. Make it where they cannot deny you based on your talents and abilities. Not the race of your skin. Whatever happened to the content of the character, not the race of the skin? How about saying we use that same energy, but we change it to ability instead of character? This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. Get over there this week, man. First week's free. Then you get 20% off if you mention that you heard it on the Clay Edwards show. They have adult kickboxing. I'm sorry. uh, Adult Jiu-Jitsu taught by Hoist Gracie Black Belt. Lifelong Central Mississippian, Mr. Chance Shepard. They have... Cardio kickboxing. They have children's self-defense. I'm sorry, children's jiu-jitsu. Man, talk about bully prevention and self-discipline. Learn it at an early age if you get your kid into some jiu-jitsu. Also, they have women's only self-defense classes. I, you know, I, I've preached and I'm blue in the face about how good of a deal that is for women to get do, to go do. You know, protect yourselves. It's taught by a female instructor in a no-male intimidation atmosphere. Get over there to Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing today. Again, first week's free. After that, you mention uh, that you heard it here on 103.9 FM or the Clay Edwards Show. You're going to get 20% off the rest of your the rest of your classes or however you, you know they do that there with the contractor, not contract, but their week-to-week stuff. Anyway, GracieSouth.com. You can check them out online there. Also, they're located with two great locations to serve you, one in Madison on Ridgecrest Drive, the other in Pearl at Fairmont Plaza. I, I could Again, I could talk to them blue in the face at all the reasons you should be learning jiu-jitsu and the kickboxing. The kickboxing is great. You know, we use non-monotonous workout. Very fun. We were talking about that yesterday with uh, Kevin, Kevin that uh, owns Fit Chef. Kevin Roberts, you know, he's got the kickboxing gym there in Jackson. It's an extremely fun workout. So, highly recommend it. All right, so 
the the Lane Kiffin stuff feels like most of you guys agree. We'll hit a few texts here real quick. And I might be fixing to contradict myself. But maybe maybe Lane's right. Maybe Sylvester Croom ruined it for the next batch of blackhead coaches in the SEC. Because he was the wrong one. He was the wrong one. But, you know, on the flip side here, you know, Jerry says, and I makes a great point, the SWAC won't hire white coaches. I know they've had one or two. Who's the one that got promoted? You know, they went from Alcorn to Southern Miss. And he did very well in the SWAC. Won it, if I remember correctly. But they don't hire black, they don't hire white coaches. J, JSU had a white offensive coordinator for a minute. They couldn't stand that. Couldn't stand it. So, you know, Crooms, you know, again, I'm reading some of Jerry's text here. You know, it says Crooms 30 for 30 raged that his being fired was because he was black. It's a scoreboard game. Croom was a terrible head coach. People say, oh, but Clay, he went and cleaned it up. He cleaned up all of, all of Jackie's trash. Nobody else could have done it but a black head coach because it had gotten out of hand. That's so racist. You don't have to have a black guy to get black folks to act right. Have a guy that people respect and knows how to talk to people. Anyway. Um, again, most everybody seems to agree with that. It's virtue signaling. And the fact that Rain, Lane even brought up race when you're talking about the amount of black players at 80% tells you exactly what it was. Virtue signaling. I Look, I am all for black, Chinese, head coaches, whatever. Mexican head coaches. If you're the best person for the job, you deserve the job. That takes me to my next thing here. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. I have talked to some local business folks that run big businesses here about this diversity, equity, and inclusion stuff here lately. And, and I'm being told that but they're giving they giving folks that push this stuff a real second real second thought on whether they're gonna hire them or not. I'm going to give them real second thoughts. And black women, it's, it's, it's mostly y'all. They're scared to death of being sued, of somebody sitting around looking to be offended all day. And these DEI positions are being cut back in these big corporations. And those are mostly filled by black women. Let's see here. This is on Fox Business here. It says diversity, equity, and inclusion jobs slashed at higher rates than others in recent layoffs. Because they're creating their own lawsuits with these things. I'm I'm just telling y'all, and I, I hate to be this black and white about something, but a lot of black women in the workplace, not all, I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater here, I love my I love black women. I mean, you know, my friends. Y'all, there's a lot of there's a lot of black women that are sitting back in these jobs on this woke nonsense, just like the ones taking pictures of me the other night while I was out eating and posting nonsense on the internet. A friend of mine's wife was in Walgreens in Brandon the other day in Crossgates. 
looking at makeup. Two black ladies went over there, accused her of stealing, and made her dump her purse and hemmed her up for 45 minutes, accusing her of stealing makeup. Let me just tell you, this woman has the means to buy anything in that store she wants. She ain't got to steal your makeup. She just left the doctor's office and had a had a little uh, gall bandage on her on her uh, on her neck, and they had given her a couple extra ones at the doctor's office she had in her purse. They accused them of stealing that too. Of course, they weren't able to prove any of this. She walked out, but if I'm her, I'd have called the police and made them prove it, and I'd be suing them today. But I I, I believe they did that term because she was white. I believe that. There's a lot of racial tension in Rankin County right now. And people are looking to get somebody in a gotcha moment and kind of take a free shot. I think that's exactly what happened in the Montgomery brawl. You had a couple dumb white guys fighting with a black guy and then every black dude there, not every, but the overwhelming majority decided this is my chance to get a shot, to get my shot in. There's a lot of that's going on right now. If you, if you don't think so, if you don't feel the racial tension, you're sticking your head in the sand. But anyway, back to this DEI stuff. It says, a corporate roles focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion may not hold the job security they used to. A recent study conducted by Revelio Labs showed that companies that laid off workers in 2022 slashed their DEI positions at a higher rate than others, indicating those dedicated roles become lower priority when times get tough. The workforce analytics firm found that the attrition rates for DEI gigs have surged over the last six months at more than 600 companies that have conducted layoffs since late 2020 and outpaced non-DEI attrition last year by the rate of 33% to 21%. Revelio reported that more than 300 DEI professionals left their roles in the last half of 2022 at firms impacted by the layoffs, and the entire DEI departments were likely eliminated in the bloodbath. Amazon, Twitter, Nike have shed between 5 and 16 DEI professionals each, and Twitter's infamous diversity team layoffs are not far behind. The company wrote in its analysis, bearing in mind the typically small size of DEI teams, the median DEI team size in the set of companies is three. These outflows likely amount to the exodus of the entire diversity divisions. People are fed up with it. People are fed up with people creating fake racism and having to abide by rules. They're fed up with separate rules for minorities versus, well, I'm just going to say it, White folks, they're fed up with this nonsense. Best Buy. By the way, if you're still shopping at Best Buy, shame on you. I ain't saying Amazon's any better. Go support a local company, Cowboy Maloney's. Best Buy has an internal rule on paper. This isn't hearsay. It's an internal document. Best Buy will not allow white people into the manager trainee program. Best Buy will not allow white people into the manager trainee program. How is that acceptable? Again, 
the nexus of this show, what it has evolved into past just Jackson, is pointing out the hypocrisy of the race grift. Getting up here and talking about racism, having these talks, this ain't easy. I ain't the most articulate person in the world. I say things wrong a lot of times. But I'm trying to explain to people the hypocrisy in what's going on. If one would not be tolerated by any other group of people. But white folks, we just sit back and we take it and we take it and we take it. And finally, I think people are reaching their breaking point. I reached mine the second I heard any of this nonsense. I'm like, that's racist. I ain't playing along with that. I don't do business with folks that have a DEI department. That's corporate sponsored racism. Meritocracy should always win the day. The best person for the job should always win the day. And I'm telling you, I'm going back to this comment about black ladies. Black women, I think y'all are cutting off your noses to spite your faces. You know, pushing this nonsense, promoting this. You're going to make it where people have strong second thoughts about hiring you because of this nonsense. And it goes for anybody that's all woke. White women as well. Places are sitting back now. When you start mumbling that discrimination nonsense or, you know, somebody had to get on to you at work, so, oh, the manager must be a racist, it must be discriminatory, they're sitting back, they got their notepad, oh, Karen parked in the wrong place, Karen, five minutes for work, Karen, didn't uh, do whatever, breaking rules when necessary, Karen, what is it, three, four write-ups, you out? That's what you're working your way towards. Let's take a break. Come back, land the plane. Welcome back in. We got about a minute left here. All the text on the guns of your text sign just basically say that it's affirmative affirmative action. One person said it's called affirmative blackshin. Uh, another texture said that. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. I don't know if he wants to tell me his name. Tell, say his name on this one, so I won't. It says my niece's husband is a supervisor for a road crew, and that very thing happened in his group. Black girl accused a white employee of racism. It was investigated. When it was proven to be false, she was fired. Well, that one actually had a happy ending, didn't it? All right. Great show today. Sean will be in here with me tomorrow. I'm sure we'll hit the new Trump indictment, and we'll go from there. Coming up next, Mike Madison. No, what is today? Tuesday? No, coming up next, Grow Your No. That's me. I'll be here for another hour, apparently. And then, followed by that, will be Jameson Haygood. Podcast to be available here shortly. See you. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.